Football Manager Football Show, brought to you by scoreline.ie. It's the Football Manager Football Show. It is episode number 93. Uh, my name is Ken McGuire, joined in studio by... Who? Go with me first. I was going to see if you're going to pick that dickhead over there as a first the introduction. New, the newbie. No, yeah. he, no, he gets to do like a whole official new introduction. It's like a live hazing. Yeah, I'm Gonsock because Gonzo is a Muppet and a Muppet is a puppet and you can have sock puppets. So I'm a sock and I feel like a Muppet. I'm tired, Ken. I'm tired and weary. <laughs> it's cool, Whip. Oh, we barely got any games in last night. Yeah, whose fault was that? Fucking long ass day I had. Another, I when I finished last night, I was like, okay, at least on the finished work, I get to relax. And then I was like, oh shit, the comedy night is tonight. Oh yeah. Oh shit, I have to perform. Oh shit, I don't know what I'm gonna say. This is the problem, lads. Stand up comedian, actor, wannabe, what is something or other. Yeah, You're just neglecting your football manager duties. Yeah, I am. I Look, I tried to get some game time in, much to my missus' detriment. But we had this fucking newbie taking his time fucking setting shit up. Oh, God, that was it. That, that, I, I click continue, and next thing, two people... You weren't introduced yet. Ken, introduce him. Don't let him speak. Two people. <laughs> Don't let him speak. two other people on this podcast, folks. Introducing player three for season nine of the Football Manager Football Show. Uh, take a bow, Robbie Dowling. Thanks. Right. I, is it a literal bow? It's a literal bow. It's a live hazing. You've got to do all the shit that we're talking about now live live on episode. This is such a fucking gimmick, this is. Just like him, he's a gimmick. He's a gimmick. <laughs> he's gimmick. Even, a gimmick. We just after posting our best results last month, and now we're adding in a gimmick. Tanking. <laughs> no gimmick. Three-way dance for season nine uh, of the Football Manager Football Show. Uh, we've come through eight. We have been through uh, South America. fucking ringer. Been through South America, been through England. Uh, somebody had tweeted us earlier this morning wondering if we would ever do... Double uh, upsets. Uh, no, if we would ever like uh, go back and... Uh, or no, if we would ever do, do two season. seasons. Like I see, yeah, double, yeah, now I get you, double up safe. Uh, but we did. We did the championship uh, with Leicester and Wolves and then we moved into the Premier League. Uh, then we went off to Spain and we finished our FM21 cycle in Spain, started FM22 in Turkey uh, with Fenerbahce and Galatasaray, moved to Italy, did Milan and AC, went to Scotland... Did Hearts and Hibs, then split like a little fork in the road. Shane went to South Africa with Orlando Pirates. I went to France with Toulouse. And now for Football Manager 2023, we're going to Portugal. Yep, down by the Algarve boy. Did you ever manage in Portugal? Uh, I managed to stave off drug dealers everywhere over in Portugal when I was there. Because they are fucking everywhere. Do you know it's like decriminalised over there? No. Yeah. I was walking down and I like just walking. You know the way you can buy a hat on holidays? Yep. Like you want to buy a hat? Do you want to buy you want to buy some cocaine? Just um, like that. No. No, I'm okay. Thanks, bud. Anywhere in particular in Portugal or, or everywhere in Portugal? Like I was walking around wherever... I was about to say Ferreira Rocha. Ferreira de Rocha. Oh, where every Irish person goes <laughs> on a summer holiday. I was walking around filming myself drunk. <laughs> Little Dublin, beatboxing. They call it. And then I just got this guy going, hey, you want to buy some cocaine? And I turned the camera to him and he went, hey! and, oh. You were what, like six years old? No, this is only like seven years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Did you buy it? It was Pinkleton FM as well. No, God, no. It was Pinkleton FM. That, could you imagine me on that? <laughs> God, a disaster. Pinkleton FM, would you ever stay at a club for one more season? That's who asked. Yeah, and we did. 
We did Leicester and Wolves and we stayed the hell out of those clubs. And for like, so many shout-outs. Pinkleton FM was laughing at my uh, professionalism for my sports update yesterday on KCLR. Yeah, because it has to say, it's a radio ad. It has to sound very kind of, you know, there's levels to this thing, people. Yeah. All the way. That's what happens when you get a a, a live thing on the on the radio. Uh, Hellstead, John is back. Good to see FM23 is underway. He got his first piece of silverware of the new instalment. He's won the English League Cup, obviously. Already? I, that's no, getting to January, like. That, How? That's really soon, he says. Do uh, we even own a fucking World Cup to contest it in this game? Uh, yes, we do. There's oh. a winter break. Uh, overall, the first season has been a success. It looks like a 10th place finish. He's hoping to bring in some solid defenders uh, come the summer. Actually, Brian Cook have been wondering, would we go to Germany? The answer is no, because we're in Portugal. Um, but we might do Germany. Wait, I was just thinking. Yes. You know, in our Toulouse Orlando Pirates game? Yes. There wasn't a World Cup that year, was there? No, because it was 2025. Yeah, but I took off the whole. After you, you'd I know it was the African Cup of Nation. Oh, yeah, right, okay. But it was 2024, you see. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, but the Euros would have been in 2024. I'm confused. There's so many different fucking. We're in the multiverse of madness now. Sooner Jetta. Yeah, uh, has started his FM23 side of things, but doing a Wrexham save for a month. I think that's going to be a big one this year. Uh, I think it is. They've got money, uh, and uh, anybody who's been doing these, oh, football manager, ten years, twenty years, fifty years into the future, Wrexham seem to be doing uh, fairly well. I'd imagine they'll be cash rich for quite a while. I felt bad for FM Elder. He started a whole Castle Warren save on the beta, and then put in all the my players, all that, and then it all got deleted when the whole thing got released. That's true. Who did I see was doing well for him? Sean Grace is doing year. well. Robbie Dowling has only made two appearances off the subs bench. Yeah, but he's scored as well. Has he? He has. Where? He's got. He's, he's got one goal. He's got one goal. One and two, Robbie. Yep. One and two. That's Ronaldo's stats from last year. Yeah, but your your XG is now one goal per ninety minutes. So that's not bad. It's not bad. You'd you know take that, wouldn't you? Yeah, it's thirty-eight goals a season in the Premier League. Well, there you go. How many games a season do you get in Kilkenny? Uh, there's Roughly. eight people in our league, so you'll have fourteen games. Then you'll have the Pant Mary Shield, you'll have the Divisional Cup, and you'll have some Leinster stuff as well. If you if you maxed out, would you hit twenty twenty-five? Yeah, we have another one as well, and you have the McCallum Cup. Castle well. Warren oh, yeah. forfeited the Pant Mary Shield this year. Yeah. yeah, we had to. We had no players. Pathetic, disgusting. Well, look, Pathetic. we got to the McCallum <laughs> Cup semi-final. Who managed it to that? And you let me down. You let me down against Thomas. We lost 1-0. Against the Premier Division. This is a third division. I was playing in the defence as a third division team against a Premier Division team. Concede one goal. Would you take that, Ken? We're Division 2. Would you take that on Football Manager, Ken? I would take that, to be fair. We're Division 2. Where's the attackers? All right, we're Division 2. It might be the third division, but... You're the attacker now. The modern day manager has to set up his team structurally, both defensively and offensively, and that's... At some stage, you know, we had uh, no strikers. Acknowledge the weakness. We had no strikers. You threw me up. You threw me up front in the divisional cup final. And we lost. It's poor, isn't it? Could you imagine Klopp just saying Van Dijk hit on up there? Harry Maguire got thrown up top. Harry Maguire got thrown up top there recently. Yeah, exactly. Harry Maguire has been has been deployed as a as a standing striker for some. I played everywhere for Castle Warren, and I was fucking proud to wear the jersey. And you'll be proud. When you're on the bench tomorrow, you're on the Sunday. bench tomorrow. Bench, yeah. Benchy uh, Dowling. That's what mature, we used to call him. A very mature manager. <laughs> a very mature manager. So, on that note, uh, let's introduce the new voice <laughs> to season nine of the Football Manager Football Show, Robbie Dowling. Uh, for people who may have missed your um, your uh, kind of introduction or your your part time half time introduction, half baked introduction. introduction. Uh, tell us about yourself, Robbie, because you've never played Football Manager before last night. No, and uh, I didn't think I'd be playing last. Last night either there were some <laughs> issues setting it up, but uh, no, I've never actually played football manager. As I said a couple of weeks back, uh, I mean, to 
siblings, my two brothers, are big into it and they were kind of always egging me on to play. So uh, when the opportunity arose to join the podcast, of course, I couldn't decline. Um, so just interested to see how it goes now. It is very very detailed and I think that is the most beginnerish thing that you could say about it Okay, but comparing it obviously it's just I'm comparing it to FIFA in my own brain which Why? Just, just because they're I dealing with soccer? I knew you'd say like, I knew you'd say but there's not too many games to compare it fuck. to There's not too many games to compare it to are there? There is Extreme what, like, Warfare what Revenge go? You know Modern Warfare 4 and Football Manager are very alike I said Extreme Warfare Revenge What's that? It's a wrestling text no, based simulation okay. uh, The Formula 1 Manager there's another one. Football Manager is very good, very good game. Okay, I enjoyed it, and I'm a very good. And that was that was what, what did we get like very two, two, slowly, two three hours last night. You have to be incredibly patient. Yeah, and I was warned about this. Yeah, um, by me. <laughs> yes, and as a young person these days, patience is not something that we're kind of yeah. But, but, but it but it does like as as a game. Uh, I suppose like. You'll have you'll have a you'll have an impact to your flow of play and your your kind of general speed of play when you're on the network side of things. And there's a couple of yes. people that are lapped in on it, but like that, when you get into the detail and the nitty gritty, and you're going screen to screen, especially for the first time, and you're thinking, oh, ooh, tactics, ooh, transfers, ooh, finances. Something that ooh, I know training. straight away is you have to love the sport first and foremost. Okay. I mean, if if you transferred a game like this say, into Formula One or something, and you didn't enjoy Formula One, I couldn't see how you'd enjoy. Football manager, if you weren't a big football fan, yeah, and luckily, luckily I am. You, yeah, but you, you've got to be, you know, you, you have to like your formations, your players, your transfers. I mean, that's just the bare bones of it. Like, you have to really, really enjoy it and kind of understand where it's coming from. Speaking of formations, Tyler Devine uh, suggested Germany. He yes, said the main issue is is Bayern, and they poach any of the good players, but everyone in Germany seems to play four two three one. He said. Geek like, and press, baby. Yeah, that's and that's what I'm Rock going for. Also, a really nice message came in from Hawkeye, Ethan Hawkins. You know, he has his FM23 Mobile again. One World. Mm-hmm. FM23 Mobile One World. He says, I want to thank you guys already for the shout out for this account. When I set it up, I wasn't expecting many people to interact with it altogether. But my latest post has been up for five minutes and already had 13 people voting on it. Come which on. is mad to me as I wasn't expecting no one at all to ever actually interact. Yep. That's nice. Well done. So, Robbie, when you set up your Twitter account so people can abuse you... It does not happen. Well, it has to. It has to. It's a remake. If people want to abuse me, they can go into boards.ie where there has been recent plenty of abuse, (laughs) in fairness. So, uh, that's where you can go. Join the bandwagon, I would say. Kenny GEA thread. Yes, that's it. I'll give him the password to the FMF show account. Yeah, I don't want it. That's more fucking admin. (laughs) Um, so there, there is, and there, there have been loads of uh, loads of shoutouts. It's been great to see how people are getting on. There's um, so more as well. Too. I can't keep up with it in the FM23 world because uh, as you're listening to this, obviously Football Manager 23, the official release was made uh, during the week, and uh, there's been loads of stuff happening. I'm watching a lot of kind of non-league stuff. People, people seem to be enjoying the idea of um, you know taking. Older clubs taking smaller clubs, going to. Uh, this is his plug for his thing. That oh well, there's there's always going to be a plug for for me while I blatantly plug the fact that I'm going to be uh, writing about restoring uh, Kilkenny City to the SSE Electricity First Division. We can read that. Someone tw- someone someone tweeted saying, "Let's bring Kilkenny back," and who are the people that we get involved? And here's some uh, writing about it. 
tagged Ken in it. Tagged him on his old Twitter handle, one of fifty thousand. Yeah, and now and now and now he's he's been invigorated. But it was done. It was, you went mad the other day. You went mad in I, that editor. I went absolutely mad in the editor. Took a uh, fucking day off. He did. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting in the office and I was like, "Wait, what's happening?" Ken, I'm, I'm Ken, not here I'm off site today <laughs> That was the handover I'm off site today And I was sitting there And it hit me at about Like quarter past eight Football manager came out last night <laughs> That son of a bitch And then we were like Is he working off site Or is he like off No and- he's 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 off he, so, like, he, was ge- he was genuinely off But I ended up working Kind of six out of the nine hours That I was in the we, office Because we had a question We were like Do we contact We had a question about Some sport related thing We were like Do we contact him But it's his day off But is it his day off Because it says he's just off site But I know he's playing football manager So yeah. I was like What's happening here There yeah. we go Does football manager Is technically part of your job You had taken a day in lieu Yes. 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 Correct. He went into your calendar. I did. Yeah. Oh, very good. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. we could do that. Oh yeah, you can see okay. when you can see when Team people are, you can see when people are on and off and everything else. That's okay. Uh, but uh, as much as um, we could keep talking for ages about what people are doing on Football Manager Twenty Three uh, at FMF Show on Twitter has a load of stuff in there for us, and that's how you can get in touch as well. Yeah, Kahuna uh, wants you to make me as an ass man. Yeah, in, in Kilkenny City. Yeah, an not, ass man. Not going to happen. Assistant manager. I'm an ass man. Re- he needs to get up with the it's, it's a wrestling vernacular. Reference. That's ridiculously. It's a wrestling references. People, people, I- seem immaturity to like it. as I refer to. Yeah. It. People like the re- like Brian Cook said not enough wrestling references in my. Uh, he did in my sports update. Okay, so what does ass man have to do with wrestling? Assistant manager Billy Gunn is an ass man. It's Fucking a, hell! Again, it's it's just it's just a wrestling. I brought this lad reference. into KCLR, right? I brought him. I built him up. I'm now introducing him to the most successful podcast in KCLR history. I'm bringing him in. I'm letting him suckle on my nipples, and oh, he just throw it, and, he, and, he, and he's just co- going to come out with shit like this. I am 11 years younger than the man across from me. I am Gordon Strachan. <laughs> all right, anybody here? He doesn't even this. get that reference. He doesn't even get the Gordon Strachan suckling on nipples reference. It's a podcast thing. Okay, uh, before this descends into complete and utter madness, our Football Manager 2023 journey has begun. Uh, we haven't gotten very slowly. far into it. I got two games. It's obviously very slowly. Uh, you did. Um, so yesterday, uh, to spice things up, uh, we did a draw for teams. We had settled Why on... did we decide on Portugal, first of all? I think we need to... Uh, so, we, myself and Robbie had, had a conversation yeah, earlier in the week. Um, you weren't here. Uh, so we were looking at... Uh, countries where you could get three teams that were on very much an even footing yes. um, may have so London was discussed uh, London had been talked about and then they all got knocked out of Carabao Cup we were like they're shit previously yeah yeah that was a lot that was big drama yeah this week it's and then of course Liverpool called Carabao Cup round 32 big drama yeah big drama for pre- big drama for Premier League teams Are, you know Man United maybe Fucking next round and have a big tough oh, yeah. game against Burnley. Oh, against you know? Burnley, yeah. Liverpool have an easy one now against Man City. That draws rigged, lads. There's yeah. no doubt about because there's not going to be a, a lot of contention. Talk about rigged draws. You know, you're getting fucking Barcelona and you getting Real Madrid. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I, I, I imagine that's fairly fucking rigged too, but like, a, this one's definitely. City knock the MBSG. Bullshit. That's a UFC draw. The League ever, Cup. They need one so. game to go on Sky Sports on a midweek and they just pick City and Liverpool. That's Clearly. it. That's, that's what that's happened it. the last round too, City and Chelsea. Yep, there we go. Uh, so we decided uh, on Portugal. We had looked at uh, Germany as a possibility and if you wanted to do three top level teams um, that you're kind of like Bayern Dortmund and 
another. There was no one. Uh, you go to, uh, we'd spoken about uh, Holland, Netherlands, and you're looking at... Yeah, that uh, was a good show. Ajax, PSV, Feyenoord, which is a, which is a contender. A great rivalry. A contender for, they won the European for Cup? this season. Feyenoord? Have Feyenoord won it? I think they have. That's a good question. Pierre Van PSV Hyduk. definitely yeah. did under Goose Hitting. Yeah. Ajax won it, obviously, with Cruyff that yeah. time back in the 70s. And then the 90s again under Louis van Gaal. Yeah. I think Feyenoord won it once. Feyenoord, 1970. Yes. 1970. Good, good. So three right. incredibly historic clubs there. With good rivalries. I well. want to go there now. Rivalries? Yeah. It's when you've got... Rivalries? Ri- it's when you've got rival sides. Rivalry. Rivalry. Rivalries. Like chivalry, but rivalry. But surely it's chivalry because there's a hedge. <laughs> rivalry? Yeah. That's worse than them when I say weary. <laughs> <laughs> So we're in Portugal anyway. Yes. Uh, so we uh, did a draw for teams uh, yesterday, uh, and the three that were going into the mix were uh, FC Porto and Sporting and Benfica. Now, I think I wanted Benfica. I said it straight up, I was like, I want Benfica. You did. Um, but we said, no, you know what, we'll draw. The one team I didn't want was Sporting for some reason. Yes. Now, we. Home of. Cristiano Ronaldo Bruno Fernandes played there you know some some great players right uh, Porto I, I don't know I have an affinity cause I have a Benfica jersey basically and I, ah, had, and okay. I had a Porto jersey but we've done this before where we've kind of picked clubs based on what's in a wardrobe yeah like I, I taught my Baca Junior I only taught my Baca Junior jersey the other day I was like I don't know where it is absolutely devastating and then I, I have an Inter Milan jersey and an AC jersey yeah. but I'd love to buy some jerseys I just can't fucking afford them but Sporting uh, we like we didn't even know who was in Champions League or what, or who was yeah. in Europa League as yeah. well. But I assumed that we'd have some good transfer budgets to spend as well. So when we made the pick, because Portuguese clubs have been raided for big money buys this year, yeah, like, like, going and, and, like, and, like and all three of them, like uh, that fucking Nunes money that mm. Liverpool you'd imagine should appear in Benfica's account. Spoiler alert: it's not there. Sporting. Uh, uh, Nunes, lost is it? To, to, um, PSG. to PSG 40 million quid And they sold Palino to uh, Fulham For 20 million And again Not there And Porto Robbie doesn't know how Vid- to look up Transfer Vitina? history Diaz Diaz Well yeah well, Diaz would have been like January Diaz would have been kind of January yeah. January-ish time um, But there's there's record in game When you start at least Of big money transfers That have just left as in 1st of July when the window starts on the 4th of July. And then you have Champions League money then as well. Now, okay, so we did we did the draw. Yep. Uh, we got two other people in case you know, we just wrote Sporting, Benfica, Porto on three pieces of paper. We handed them to Nicole that works in here. She mixed them up. She handed them to Shannon. She mixed them up. And then she handed out three uh, pieces of paper yes. to each one of us. Um, Robbie opened up his first, I believe. Yes. Who did you get? Porto. Hey, Porto. Yep. For little Robbie down. Porto. No, I open up my next. Yep. It just said sport. And you were like, God damn it. Fuck it. Yeah. So that means I get Benfica. You're Benfica. And I was more I was more annoyed that you got Benfica. I was like, fuck man, he got Benfica, he's got he's that guy Nunes money. Loads of money. Yeah. It turns and, out it's not there. No, yeah, well no. what happened was before we went into the game, I just did a bit of Googling. I typed in Sporting Football Manager 23. I seen the transfer budget. <laughs> Of three million. Mm. I was like, "Fuck!" Did Porto? I was I was snapping at this stage. I was like, "I only have three million." Did Porto? Only like three million yeah. as well. Three million. And then I did Benfica, and it said zero. 
And I was like, fucking yes, boy. <laughs> yes, fuck this fucker. But then I started thinking about Benfica and I, I was like, oh, sure, fucking Ramos plays there. And I'm playing with Ramos. I have him in my Football Manager 2022 set. Unreal. Class. So I was like, he has a Nunes replacement. Does he? Yeah. <laughs> Does he not play there? Or is he on loan? No. Is he on loan? He's not there now. Oh, he's sorry, he is. He's up front. Yeah, unbelievable yeah. player. He, he was class for me. And I loaned him out to Juventus because he's only young, but he's unreal. He's deadly. So I was jealous. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I get it. Okay. But we uh, came into this game late, and the first thing you do is setting it up. Oh, it's such a fucking nightmare. Jesus. Like, can you not just carry over the avatar? Oh, your profile stuff. Yeah, can you not just there, carry there, over? There are a few things like can't that. Can't carry over tactics. Now, I know that there's a few changes to the ta- I would be happy to carry over things like uh, your tactics. Yeah. Uh, your profile. Yeah. And your save game. I, I would be very happy. can't do your save game. I, I would be very that. happy if I would be very happy. I, I suppose like people might like to do the same in, in the likes of FIFA. Like if you had a bang and save in FIFA and you thought you could open it up in FIFA 23 and make use of new things. Well, I'd love in fucking FIFA is if you're doing a career mode, they give you the option to customise your kit every season. Little details like that would make every season feel a bit fresh. On yeah. FIFA? Yeah. Do they? No, I'm saying it would be good if oh, they yeah. did that. Like little things like that. We be, like keep the sponsor, keep the fucking the badge and the uh, the whoever the, made the, the manufacturer, thing. just customize the kit a small bit. They don't care. They don't care about career mode. And from playing this, doesn't really seem like they give a shit about updating much. Okay, next oh, season wow. I'll make us all new kits because I, I got that shit sorted during the week when oh, I no. took all that time off just to spend. It well, all like next season it doesn't really matter because we'll be a new team anyway, possibly. Yeah, but I'll get a new team with new kits. But what? Annoyed me the first thing when I when we got into the game, I was like, it looks the exact same. The exact same. Like, I know you can't be cha- doing massive changes every year because you're gonna have people that are giving out, but like, all it is is just an updated roster, really, with a few little trinkets. But that's on top. but that's all you see. You would imagine that all of the work in terms of upgrades and changes are under the hood. It's, it didn't it's, feel it's, like a new game. Squad planner? Squad planner Squad planner is very new. Doesn't, I don't. Squad planner is very new. That's something that I would, like, when I was on the phones in Bank of Ireland, I would be just doing out on my notepad. Squad planners. Been like, no, uh, bam, 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 I have this many right backs, this many things. Along with doing uh, random World Cup draws for myself. Oh yeah, you used to do a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Shane. Uh, welcome to Bank of Ireland. Can I have a 365 Oh, number? I got Poland. Oh, nice one. <laughs> Oh, Ronaldo scored, scored three against Argentina Costa Rica's won the World Cup yeah you have no money <laughs> that's literally yeah, you spent it all your call centre experience went it's amazing oh, I made it to the brunch made it to the brunch so um, couldn't do it anymore there let's go around the room uh, sporting predicted to finish third media prediction is third I didn't even look at that um, so uh, Benfica are predicted to finish second and Porto are predicted to finish yeah. first. Porto were defending champions. Sporting won the league. He's going to uh, get sacked. Sporting won the league the previous season. Did we? And Benfica won the league. No, then Porto won it, and then Benfica won it. So, so each, I'm in the each of our clubs league. have won the league at least once in the last four seasons. I'm in the Champions League. You're Unlike in- Orlando Pirates, who hadn't won the league in 11 years before I came along, and uh, won five trophies in one year. You did? I did. Yeah. <sighs> Unprecedented, right? But... <laughs> But I, I, I'm genuinely like Robbie's going to get sacked this year I would have loved If I didn't get sacked to AC So he could be the first person to get sacked But yeah. I think he's going to get sacked Why? Because I don't think 
he know like it's going to be such a learning curve. I I have no doubt that Robbie will get the hang of it, but it's a big learning curve. Unless it's not a big learning curve, and maybe dickheads like us put too much emphasis on the wrong thing. Whereas if he can click continue and just put out the best players and continually win without putting a lot of emphasis into, say, training or working on chance conversions or set pieces or whatever. If he's just winning with, like, minimum knowledge, the game's flawed. So you're giving me absolutely no hot base. No, basically, yeah. Either, if you yeah, do if I, well, if, succeed, if you do game, well, the yeah. game's flawed. If you do bad, it's understandable. That's the mentality of a small man and an even smaller manager. I'm taller than you, Ooh. bitch. <laughs> dropped, dropped. <laughs> Benji Dowling. <laughs> Benji Dowling. Uh, for context, obviously the two boys play for Castle Warren. Yeah, <laughs> we should have said that. And Shane, and Shane is a manager and Robbie is the... Uh, Virgil, star player is Virgil the Van Dijk turn star. Yeah, star player. <laughs> probably, probably is. He would be, be if, you, if we had a B team. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm the star, star player because I turn up the most we did have say. we did have a B team before and uh, that's where they put me after I got fat into, into the B team <laughs> into the B team so yeah. you showed him and you took over as manager yeah I was like you're not going to play me I'm not going to play any what does your sporting team look like uh, sporting it's well I noticed a few old heads immediately yeah so Ugarte remember him yes I think I had him at Atletico right Either that or I had him in a previous version of uh, Football Manager, but I think I brought him into Atletico and he yeah. was wholly o- underwhelming. Oh, okay. Very bad. Very bad. And then, my old buddy that I brought him for Wolves. Trinko! Trinko! Before he actually went to Wolves, I brought him in to Wolves. It's like Wolves had just been watching. Yeah. That's not or listening. Are Wolves looking for any of your players already? Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Wolves are, like, you know when you have that wanted sign, you go, who's interested? It's Wolves. It's just Wolves. It's Wolves. On, they on just, every Portuguese player. Yeah, I imagine if you take over Wolves now, like, the the remit is by Portuguese Oh, it has players. to be. But looking culture, at the rules like. of Portugal, I can understand why. So the rules that are set up in Portugal is that you have to have X seven first-year under-23 player in your squad in your senior team yeah. it, right so that is giving a pathway to young players to play yeah. naturally you can only, you can have a maximum oh, of 30 oh shit that's why I really need to make adjustments because I started going back through you don't, all those you have to, boys you have, look, at, look at your registration thing go to auto select and then you'll be perfect right you can have 90 in your squad in total you can only have you can have 30 over 23 players yeah. in your squad but you have to have set. so you have a big, as big of a squad nearly as you like 90 but um, yeah I, I was like oh that's kind of cool though and that's why you're getting that generation of Portuguese talent that seems to be shining and players coming from there because they're getting the chance to develop over there that's why the likes of Sancho's and Bellingham's and all that are doing, going over to Germany and having a great time over there mm. and then getting bought for big money and Bellingham will be bought for big money Sancho coming to Manchester United probably ruined his career. But Bellingham will because if he sh- if he has any half a chance to shine for England at the World Cup because he's he's made the squad this week. Yeah, so there there were some old buds. Um, I noticed that we were very light in midfield and very light up top. We have a lot called Palino up top. Don't have the greatest confidence in him. I'm looking for a striker, but with a three million budget, it's not really it's much you can money. do. Like I, I I you know me. I went straight into the transfer market. Like, without even really looking at... Just going, okay, yeah, I don't have a lot here. Don't have a lot here. Star assistant rating. Boom, transfer market. Ten trials confirmed. <laughs> Ten trials in the free agent market confirmed. Anyone of any use? Uh, Lariente, that used to play with Swansea and Spurs. Oh. He's 37. I, I saw... I went I went looking for him and I couldn't find him because I knew he was on a free. But he is 37. Yeah, he's 37. Uh, Moussa Dembele. 
old Fulham and Spurs head. Not bad. Yeah, yeah. Ah, no, he was he's a central midfielder. Yeah, good player. I loved him, but like, nah. Uh, Tide Yeah, uh, he's a, he's. Oh, on a free. I had him at Leicester. I think so. Yeah, yeah. he's on uh, a free. Uh, Algerian. Yeah, yeah, he's on a free. And he there was, was a, he was actually quite good. There was a young guy, aged sixteen years of age, who looked the fucking bee's knees. His name is Manquant. Okay, but he ended up joining the rain. Oh. Unfortunately, no, well, sixteen years old looked looked really really good. Uh, went into the loan market, looking at the guys that you think might be on loan, just kind of scouting out the likes of Donny Van der Beek. Nah, they want too much money. I can't offer more. Loan than fees are fucking. One hundred and seven. He's on one hundred and seventy grand a week. I, I looked at old yeah. sporting heads like Victor Lindelof. See if I can get him on a loan. One hundred and seventy no. grand a week. Looked at Ronaldo. You see if you know wanted to get rid. Nah, that ain't happen. What's your what's your wage, or did you did you pay any attention to your wage structure? Who's high high earners and things? There's like that? not there, there's not massive amounts because that's one of the first I wanted to get rid of them. Yeah, you know what I mean. If you you can get rid of a high wage person, I, I don't even probably all the details. It's like I've I've got two or three that seem to be on like sixty to seventy grand a week. Yeah, but they're all out on loan. Yeah. Uh, and then, like next closest to that is like thirty, thirty, thirty-four, thirty. Well, like uh, Tiago Thomas, I brought him in for for someone last year. Yeah, um, or was it last oh, year? The year previous. Yeah, with Wolves, yeah. I brought yeah. him in, didn't I? Tiago Thomas, uh, he's he looks alright, but he's on loan. I can't bring him back. I can't recall yeah. it. It's just bullshit. I hate when that happens. You can't get Lorenzo Luca. He's on loan. Yeah, no, he's not on loan. He's same with Ajax. Ajax, he's not on loan at Ajax, no. I don't think so. Uh, Belotti is on loan. Hlosek, Belotti. Yeah, Belotti's not on loan, is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To who? Because uh, he left Torino on a free. Roma, Roma. Yeah, he's up there is Roma. It? Did he not leave on a free? I don't know. I he left Torino on a free. I'm pretty sure it said he was on. He was on loan, mm-hmm. unless he's signed somewhere and has gone on loan since. Yeah, um, yeah. It's kind of it's a bit shit. Like, how are Porto looking? Because it's like it's just, this is also your first experience of looking at a Porto team. I've looking at any team. Yeah. Okay. Um, some decent players. Some not so decent players. I think it's probably fairly fair, for want of a better word, that yeah. they are the main contenders or the favourites to win the league. Oh, look at this. Um, playing a vertical tiki taka. All right. That was what was um, suggested to me. So I said I would play in 4-2-3-1, as I think Shane may well be. Um, I had three kind of options. It was 4-2-3-1, which is my favourite formation generally, um, other than maybe 3-5-2, which I think, if used properly, is the best formation. 3-5-2, um, like wing-backs? Yeah. yeah. Or 3-4-3. The only way Conte done it with Chelsea in 17. I think, uh, I think yeah. that's pretty unstoppable, if, if you can do it right. But I think your wing-backs have to be super fit. 3-4-3 is one up top. Three four three kind of say the way Conte does it now with whoever Emerson Royal and Sesnyon as the wing backs and then Son and Kulisevsky either side kind of in a half number ten half winger role kind of a right forward left forward role behind Kane. I think that's pretty pretty because I think you have every position on the pitch covered. I think you have a box in the midfield. You have if your wing backs are fit enough, you have a full back and a winger that provide width in the attack, and you have your man up front who can also become a kind of a three pronged attack. So I think if you can, but it's very, very specific and detailed. Um, but that wasn't any formation that was suggested to me. The other two were four-two-three holding, which is very popular now, as we know, in the yeah. modern game, and probably popular in Football Manager, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, probably would be. Yeah. If you get, a, a, if a you get pretty a, generic. Yeah. If you get a decent, get a decent DM there and a decent. Uh, that was set up by Cruyff, and he said it's the only formation that covers every single area of the pitch, which, which I thought is? was interesting. Four-three-three. Yeah. 
I like that one. I, I don't like it. I, th- I think if you can get your... I mean, it's been very successful, so I can't say I don't like it. Like, Guardiola and Klopp have taken it to new heights. But in the Premier League, that is anyway. But I, I think you're very reliant on your two wingers being brilliant players. Yeah. Like Salah-esque, Mane-esque, whoever maybe Sterling for City. Um, so I, it's just not... It wasn't for me. And then the other one was a diamond, which I also like. But I think a diamond, you'll always get caught in the wing eventually. Portugal seems to uh, stack up an awful lot for wing play and fast wing yes. play. Yes, and that was the way they wanted me to play. They wanted yeah. me to play a really high tempo game uh, in possession and out of possession. Yeah. Um, so that's why I applied the vertical tiki taka. Uh, it's 4-2-3-1, as I said. Watching the game, and I played Porto B, I know we'll probably get on to that, but it was a lot of passing, but a lot of direct forward passing, which I like anyway. Okay. Um, so I think we look okay I mean I'm going to just have to get a lot more knowledgeable on the game simple yeah. as that like I think um, I know it's big time it dominated the first half but the second half I mean fell off a cliff and I presume there's reasons for that that I just don't have a clue for what the, what happened but I have a feeling those reasons might start eating at you oh yeah I mean I was playing Porto bit like as I said we'll probably get into more detail about yeah. it but like I'd be incredibly worried if that's our second half performance yeah. in the league <laughs> I mean I don't know how pre- many pre-seasons maybe three or four more pre-season friendlies is it? Uh, you probably will do yeah, yeah. So like, definitely have a Leon well, next so anyway, when which you, I'm worried about when you, when you kick off um, you have an option of doing like a uh, like a first 11 versus a second 11 as a way of going, like an intra-squad friendly yes. so you can Meet the meet the teams and the rest of it. Like I know Benfica's calendar looks like uh, the intra squad friendly was up first, and then the second game it would be uh, a B team like A team versus the B team, and then we go into three more games beyond that. We're uh, we're in France. We're playing Marseille. We're playing Nice, and we're playing uh, nice. We're playing nice. We're playing uh, somebody else. Uh, Benfica's one. Uh, for for those who care about Benfica, nobody finished as Allianz Cup runners up in 2022. That's as good as it got. Uh, but we have uh, a big taste, big reputation. There's two Champions Leagues in there. There's a heap of domestic silverware in there. We have a 2.5 million transfer budget. Uh, wage budget's about 850 grand a week, of which the club is already paying out 820 grand a week. I think we've like. Thirty is it works out about kind of thirty grand uh, in terms of cap room. They're predicted to finish uh, second. Uh, Ramos is in there. You said he's he's looking pretty. He's looking pretty all right. Uh, Gilberto and Grimaldo as uh, left and right backs uh, potentially as as wing backs look fairly decent. Uh, Nicholas Otamendi is still knocking around. He looks like he's heading towards retirement, but even at thirty-four years old, looks like he could absolutely do a job. Oh yeah, uh, I have Pepe, who I suppose is your Otamendi or my Otamendi. Your Otamendi. I've got Rafa in there. I've got Neres in there. We've got Julian Draxler on loan from PSG. Um, mad to see if I can. he's all right. Like Gabriel Perez. Uh, he's actually he's gone out on loan uh, Malcolm Simmons is in on loan we've a lot of players gone out um, and we're not see- we don't seem to be getting an awful lot for them uh, objectively for the season the board want us to uh, the board don't want us to do too much uh, which is okay like sign players to sell for a profit which we're going to have to do because the club has fuck all money there's about 10 million quid uh, in the bank the two and a half million for the for the transfer budget, but we can keep a hundred percent of anything that we sell. Uh, and there's a couple of players there of decent value that you might be able to shift off for 
they get 15, 20 million and then make like a kind of a aim for like a marquee signing before the end of the transfer window to tie the whole thing together, which would be all right. Work within the wage budget, reasonable, like 30 grand is a, is an okay kind of little move to be going through. Uh, but they absolutely want us to win the league uh, and challenge for the Portuguese, uh, the, the TACA, TACA, the Portugal, or the Portuguese FA Cup, uh, and then reach... Portuguese a, man of war, as you say, the attack of the Portugal. It, 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 no, it's called Taka de Portugal. We can call it the Man of War Cup if Portuguese that makes it Man easier. Of War. Yeah, okay. Uh, and then reach the uh, at least the knockout stages of the Champions League. Whereas for the supporters side of things, because the supporters have a big part to play in FM twenty three as well. Supporters want us playing attacking football, but also playing entertaining football. Also signing high reputation players. Uh, also challenging for the title as opposed to winning the title we have to become the most reputable team in Portugal um, but above all else we have to forge a higher reputation than FC Porto yeah they're all competing with each other in that and we have to finish above sporting in the league so I think between the the dynamic between the three teams yeah. is going to add an awful lot to now that it's now that it's a three way dance there's going to be an awful lot more uh, of of an impact on this is that, we that results, for, wasn't it? Yeah, there's a reason we're going. I think that I think that results will have it, and I'd be spice. curious to see because because the supporters element is really coming into it in in uh, FM twenty three, and you can get a breakdown of you know the level of support, whether supporters are working with the board or not, or have an influence on board decisions, or have an influence on transfer decisions. Um, you know, have an influence on what the players are are doing on and off the field. What what that's going to do because the the rival element is very close between these three uh, for this season. I think it'll be a, it'll be an interesting an interesting one to get. Underrated. I was thinking about it. Like Benfica have won the European Cup twice. Yeah. Porto won it twice in eighty seven and oh four. Yeah. yeah, and I know there's a big tree there. Sporting Lisbon have been very successful as well. Like, how does France get in ahead of them in Europe's top five leagues? Uh, just by the skin of its teeth in in in, in, in at number five. More. I was thinking about. I mean, in Marseille won one European Cup in '93, yeah. which is marred in controversy around whether it was. I, w- I would hazard it's the quality in terms of the other teams. It's got to be the quality in terms of the other teams. I mean, bragging, but like you're only, you're only the Europa League final here in Dublin, the Aviva back in 2011. They played Porto in the final. Yeah, and Braga are. I have a real life. Braga are outside the big tree. Let's be honest about it. Like Braga, I, I like IRL. Uh, Braga are currently third in the in the table. There's there you 12, go. They're inside the big tree. Twelve games gone. In the, Twelve games gone in the Portuguese league. Benfica are top. Uh, then it's Porto. Then it's Braga. Then it's Casapia, and then Sporting are in on, on fifth. Sporting currently twelve points off the lead. In real life, man. Um, but they're on a good one of form. They've they've won the last couple of games at least to kind of start to start picking up the pace there. Um, so. Uh, Portuguese side of things what we can tell you about Portugal if you've never managed in Portugal obviously uh, the winners and the runners up in Portugal head to the Champions League group stages which must mean that you are in the group I'm stages I'm in the group stage yeah and, I'm in sport- the, and I'm expected to make the knockout stages minimum okay so you're in the group stages and Sporting are in the group stages uh, and then Benfica uh, who had finished third we are in the third qualifying round so we've got to get through that at some point. That's a big game. It's a huge game. It's a huge well, it's game. a huge game because it's all money. Yeah. Like you get in, you get Champions League money, you get qualifying money, you get TV money, and then week to week you start acting. Because like, we did it, like the real, the real noticeable one for me last season 
or two seasons ago was doing it with Hibs when I got Hibs into the Europa Conference League and you're talking like small money in Scotland but you go yeah. out even in the Europa Conference League you go out and you win a game and you're getting a half million quid for win money plus you're getting a half million quid on the gate and all of a sudden the difference between Monday and Friday is an extra million quid in your bank for playing and winning a midweek game and you get three or four wins in Europe and all of a sudden you've got like an extra four million quid in the bank and that's Will going well in Europe keep you in a job if you're not if you're underperforming domestically? That's a good that's a not underperforming to the extent that like you're with Porto or Benfica or Lisbon and you're relegating but say you're at a distance in third and it's it's very obvious from the outset that you're not going to win the league or even challenge, but you're flying in Europe. Well, that can come that can come down to the board side of things. There's there's a little bit of sway, like in in the second season that I did with Hibs, and I know this isn't Europe; it's more domestic stuff. Um, they were holding so the league season finishes, and then the last game after the league season finishes was the Scottish Cup final. Now I did sh- I had a, I had a poorer run. This in the second season with Hibs and it in the first season. So first season finished third. It was a point behind Hearts. This season finished a point behind Hearts, but in fifth. Uh, and you're thinking, okay, well that's you know results didn't add up. We didn't do anything in terms of challenging. I mean, even like breaking the top four. Rangers and Celtic absolutely ran away mm-hmm. with it. Beaten by uh, beaten to position by Hearts again. City rivals, fans not happy, board not happy. Then you get a message to say that they're going to delay their you know their decision on your performance for the season until after the cup game because they know the cup game is coming up and they know that there's importance in it. And then we go out and we beat Celtic and we win the Scottish and Cup and they were like. They're like, uh, this is amazing. Well done. Here's a job. Here's a new contract. We'll see you again next year. Um, if the weight is on the league and you're not performing in the league, like one thing that I have seen a lot of when it came through the through the two weeks of the FM23 beta uh, was people getting sacked and people getting sacked for doing, people getting sacked for having a really good league position. Like you weren't, like when you got sacked from, from AC, you were... I was two points two, off second. Two points off second. But, but in... In fifth or in sixth, yeah. So like never it, it was, in. it was really tight. Just after giving me sixty million to sign somebody, yeah. Then they go and win the Champions League the season there after me with all my fucking assholes. They sold Adam Emi for like a hundred million after I bought him for fuck all. They did. They absolutely. But did. thanks, do you get? You were, the, you were the Frank Lampard of AC Milan. Setting it up for the next man to kick it out of the park. You shut your, Ooh, shut your tits. That's, that's, shut that's your tits, bitch. Well, I, I would be curious to see what happens if you can go on a tear in Europe. Uh, I can't go on a tear, Kenneth. I don't drink anymore. <laughs> if Robbie can go on a tear in Europe uh, uh, while the league campaign is suffering, that might be one for the supporters to kind of go, okay, well, look, we're on to a good thing here. But if the board are adamant that it's like, and and you may get to the point where you are warned by the board and go, you know, league results got to pick up. Like you've been, I haven't, I haven't had it. I don't think I've had it. I had you, it at, at you. You had it at you. You definitely had it in the first season. That no, you definitely had a, a bit of it at Hearts. I had a bit of it at Hearts. I had a bit of it at Atletico. I had a bit of it at Baca. Yeah, where, well, Baca where, came in like where it's like you're given you're given a month to improve results oh no that was AC yeah. and then Hearts I learned from that oh give me a month and I learned from it and then they gave me the time and I came second like I just need a bit of time to figure out the fucking team yeah like it I don't know what the AI be, do, be doing yeah but to be buying players that don't be good like I just noticed one of my old players from Boca playing with Vilas Sarsfield now Vilas what are you doing Walter Boo Boo who 
Tell him to fuck off. You don't need Done. him. You don't need him. Like, he's not great. Why'd you buy him? Why are they doing this in real life? Is the plan to hit the ground running or or what? Like, have you... Uh, have you come to uh, football manager and said I'm going to go out and I'm going to win all these trophies I'm going to go out and I'm going to figure things out I'm going to go out I'm going to try and survive I'm not sure what it is that I need to do to survive Uh, you know coming into this completely cold yeah and I've realised the challenge ahead with that I think it's going to be incredibly difficult I'm not kind of living in cuckoo land uh, as Ray Keane would say I think I know I'm on the back foot immediately, obviously. Um, I have some good players. I have the likes of Taremi up front. Uh, Ivan Nilsson. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Ivan Nilsson. Now, we obviously heard all the players that Shane <laughs> went through to try and sign. No, not but we that. missed one. Because I got a notice yesterday in my inbox or on the social feed or something. I think it was the social feed, which kind of upset me because I thought it would go into my inbox, but it didn't. Ivan uh, Nilsson targeted by Sporting Lisbon. I think this must be a joke. Like, there's no way. And next thing, I realise he has actually tried to get Ivan Nilsson on loan. Yeah. I thought it was the most pathetic move. I needed a striker. From a petty, petty, petty. Why is that petty? It's, I needed it's, a striker. It's, it's, more, it's more trademark. It's not trademark. I needed I, a striker. I kind of knew it was coming. <laughs> I, needed a, I needed a striker. I looked in the league. I said, oh, this guy looks like a good striker. Robbie might have needed to get off his hands. He, I didn't know if he had wage problems or anything like that. I know, in fairness, I didn't offer him any I wages. I don't know if I had wage problems either. <laughs> yeah, see, he didn't know. So I, I, I assumed, hey, take advantage of, not take advantage, but take advantage. Also take advantage. Take advantage. Yeah, I wouldn't. That's he might have seen that. Again. I didn't offer anything. He might have been like, yeah, he didn't. You didn't even know if Ivan Nilsson was good. No, I don't because I haven't played him. You didn't know about all your fucking youths that you have that are class because I went checking out your team I'm like fuck man he's a lot of good young players a I lot have, of good I have Taremi up front you see and you'll actually see him at the World Cup if but I'm not mistaken give me so Ivan Nilsson Ivan no I'm not going to give Ivan Nilsson that's because, pathetic because no, that's pathetic I don't have a clue if Taremi suits my formation because again I don't have the knowledge going into this so I need to keep as many players as I can arrogant conceited I tried to sign one player who, who? couldn't have failed more Jeff Rene Adelaide no, Adelaide mid- is a place in Australia Attacking midfield player Used to play for Arsenal If anyone remembers him French player Plays for Lyon now If I'm not mistaken Okay That's um, it Wh- was Why did you go for him? Because I knew him And I was given a list I don't know what the list was but Oh there was a no list, There was a list of players No And uh, No He was the only one I knew Hold on a second now is it, who, who gave you this list? No I was given a list on the game Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. I went into transfers. No, I wasn't given a list of players by somebody. <laughs> I was thinking no. because fucking bullshit. Because what you what you I was told, to tell the only people. piece of knowledge I was given was this by somebody who plays the game regularly. If you don't get going in the first four games, you're fucked. No, not necessarily. Oh wow! Who told you that? Uh, just someone that plays your the brother. Game regularly. Okay. Your brother. It's not my brother. No, it is your brother. No, he wouldn't tell me that. He's very supportive of me. Who are you going to fucking talk? Who are you talking to about talking this? Well, that's a, that's a reasonable assumption to make because it's if not. you, it is. It's not. On your season, like if you like if you go out and you Pocket Juniors, I didn't start great, and then I went and fucking oh yeah, in fairness, the second you, you half had, of the season. You had five or six games where you were. Where, where, where there's another cup for some if reason. If I'm on like, I mean, oh, fingers crossed, I'm not on no points after four games. But if I'm on two or three points, 
No, I'm fucked, really, aren't I? You Not necessarily. Well, you you'd be scratching your head if you're like, if your opposition are four or four. If I'm at that stage, there's no way I'm going the next week and we start playing again that I'm starting to go on but the thing massive is, with, with Hearts I started off class but you, seven. you have the knowledge base I'm very knowledgeable I'm very knowledgeable but seven like this is what he does he just repeats what you say in a childish because you're saying childish things just not in a childish manner our, our listeners are more intelligent than that okay so are you saying our listeners on the football manager football show are more intelligent than the scoreline listeners look I, I, that's how, I, I how do, the scoreline listeners low, see you as low I see as you. I go is comedy bronze. You're going comedy, comedy copper bronze. over there. Like, you know what I mean? Comedy, comedy copper. That's as low as they go. It's normally comedy gold. You're comedy copper. Right? Ridiculous. You're a fucking farce. Anyone that's at the comedy show tonight would know it's There's far, no reason far for him to be bronze. here. Okay. Let's that's get, nothing. Let's get into preseason. So, you've had a look at your squad. You've started uh, kind of getting a feel for the gaps and a feel for everything else. Now you got to go out and you got to watch your first preseason mm. friendly. Yeah. Uh, Against all my trailers. Against all your trailers. Now, the, the thing is, I didn't want to. I don't want to be. I don't want to be given too much away because there's some players that I'm discussing with that will be big signings as well if I end up getting them. But like, because we're just at the start. Yes. Like we want to keep it hidden. I don't want to be give, revealing my cards. So I have like notes here, and I'm like, no, fuck these guys. I'm not going to tell them because they're going to jump on the opportunity. Okay. What are you smiling about? Are you jumping on some opportunities already? No, I. You're can't, looking at my social feed. I can't afford opportunities. Neither can I. So that's why Moting Eric Moting won't come for me. <laughs> I let the direct direct up of Moting. I was going to get him for cheap, right? I was, going, I, was, I was getting him for cheap for like two hundred and fifty uh, k, right? And he, he it was grand. And then I sent my uh, director of football. He offered him about five hundred and fifty euro a week. He wanted fifty two grand a week. Jesus, like, that's Jesus. not cheap for chopping Moting though. He's gone from free for the last like five clubs. Yeah, I know, but he has one year left on his contract or something with... Uh, Lying with Bayern, isn't he? Yeah, he's doing all right. And United have been linked with him as well, okay. so... Um, yeah, so I went into this fucking game. I'm assigning scouts looking for strikers and all that kind of stuff. I'm going to the director of football going, any suggestions of strikers? Yeah, this guy, 100 million. You know how much I have, right? You're the director of fucking football. You should know. I swear to God. I'm putting lads up for sale. Just a few, few just... That have a bit of money into the account, no offers. Not even getting the nobody is making offers thing. It's fucking bullshit. I swear to God, if Miles Jacobson has not changed this transfer shit, you and Robbie can go solo. <laughs> I'm I having it up to here. Uh, I look at Gustavo Asensio. He okay. he he's uh, about to sign. Decent shit. Yeah, he. I used to have him at Galatasaray. Gave him no games. Actually, deregistered him while he was on loan. You and did. He was stuck in Turkey, but uh, looks all right. Um, but yeah, basically me versus my trailist. Then trailist Fabio Martin scored against me, so he'll never be signed. <laughs> and then I go, then I go two nil down. It's uh, gonna be like the longest running joke, but it's so true. <laughs> uh, uh, I go two nil down, so um, the season's going to be shit now. So I. Do a bit of Demi Moore because fuck when a paltrow. Then boom, before I know it, it's two all. Yeah, Palinio after conclaves, concaves, I concaves. I got, I call him concaves. I have one of those lads as well, and I can't tell whether it was your lad or my lad that was playing for Rangers uh, when we did the Scottish save. See, two seasons ago, who was playing? They had, they had a concaves at Rangers when we did Scottish. Oh yeah. 
I, I don't know. Pedro Porro scored a free kick as well. He looks like a banging right back. Then, boom, Ugarte with uh, a nice little fucking play shot just inside the box. Paulinho made it four. Porro with a beautiful cross. I like Porro already. Right back, he seems to be able to whip a ball in. It finishes 4-3 after a few subs. So, yeah. Notice anything different about the match engine? No. Visuals? No. Things moving? Just... No, I noticed that every time that I changed the replay speed to uh, fast, it kept going back to slow. Every time after clicking OK and saving it, so I just took off replays. Oh, okay. Because it was annoying the shit out of me. Yeah. And I even watched it a bit in 2D mode. Same as? Yeah. Okay. I, I just don't notice. I'd like to have more options maybe on the actual game screen. Okay, to do what? I don't know, because I'm looking, like the visualizer's a lot of cack. Mm. Like there's nothing there. So all I'm looking at is... Shots, the bar at the bottom, uh, the players at the bottom, their ratings and like latest scores. Do you pay attention to opposition ratings, watch the opposition formation as they move lads? Yeah, 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 that's what I'm looking at. Um, But like I've seen other people with different skins like, so I'd imagine you can do a lot more in-depth stuff at it. I just don't like the options and I don't know how... To change, to change it up change it up uh, it just looks the exact same and it looks the exact same from the previous FM to the previous FM to the previous FM and it's at the stage now where like the guy that released 01 or 02 again like that looks like a breath of fresh air it looks so nice uh, this is the slick what, what do people want when they say that though Gen- genuine question I, I think because I've heard about FIFA for a long I time think and g- other games I think games are uh because of the yearly release schedule, I think the creativity gets sucked out of people and they just keep adding on and adding on and adding on until it's just essentially the same game, just reskinned. I don't think the the thinking outside the box maybe goes into it as much as it would have. Um, because it's, it's a money-making thing now. It's just, well, no matter what we do, we're going to make a lot of money on it. And then eventually it came back to bite WWE in the ass when they released 2K20. So broken that they missed the next year's release because everyone's like, this game fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. And the next one wasn't great shakes either. Like there's, So I was watching this thing about uh, uh, video games in general and just the industry and how the whole DLC stuff, that's how they're going to keep making their money. Uh, the fucking loot boxes, this kind of shit. It just seems like a nasty ind- industry now where... Workers are expected to work to the bone to deliver on promises that they can't deliver on because there's a release schedule and the release schedule is done based on uh, the pre-purchase stuff and all the DLC stuff that they have to sell. So by the time you get to that release schedule, all the things that they promised they couldn't live up to, couldn't possibly live up to, they release a broken game and then for years they're trying to fix that game and then... Ultimately, they might just give up on it. They might go, fuck it. You know that Anthem game? Happened with that. They just gave up on it after a while. They were like, sorry, can't fucking... We promised this unbelievable game and it's glitchy as fuck and it does not even have half the shit that it promised. Should they do what Formula 1 games done a while back where it's every two or three years? I I, I would 100%, but like they, they're not going to make their money that way. So they're in, you're, you have a catch-22. I think yeah. if, if they did what eFootball did, that seems like a cool fucking formula to be to be honest with you. Now, I, admittedly, I haven't played it much, but like Pez just stopped making yearly releases and then are just releasing yearly patches. But Pe- Pez's thing as yearly releases was like, what can we do that's 
better than or different to FIFA. And it'd, it'd always yeah. be, it's the Pez year, oh, it's the FIFA year, oh, Pez is much better. Well, Pez better lost year. out oh. after FIFA 08, Pez lost out. It was always going to It was always gonna be a tough ask. If you're getting into a thing where it's like, Pez every, class. every two years we've got new features and every year in between we've got new DLC stuff. I mean, you would happily play FM22 and continue on your shit and do like oh, a 10-year save, a 20-year save and just get lost into it and go, oh yeah, new game will be out in, in two years' time. But yes, commercially doesn't make sense if you can if you can get 50 quid a copy of a game as opposed to like maybe a, 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 a 19 euro DLC, you know. But games don't have a, a... I can understand why this has a bit of a replay value, but most games nowadays I don't believe have a replay value. I think and, and EA surprisingly done it with their Star Wars games recently. I think they brought out Battlefront Two. Yeah, but they fucked it up with the and first it was, Battlefront. It was terrible. Yeah, no, I, that's what I'm saying. But then they they reassessed or and they brought Battlefront out. Um, I can't remember the name of the game. It was a very good game, a Jedi story. Uh, I can't remember what it was called, but it's a brilliant. Cal Cactus is the main character, and it's a brilliant, brilliant game that I've played now three or four times. But EA brilliant what, storyline, brilliant. And I was surprised that EA had done it because yeah. you, you think about everything that they've done. But e, EA was voted twice the worst company in America. Twice. But it's the most successful game in the world. Because they're buying up fucking indie gamers, indie yeah. developers and all that kind of stuff, putting unrealistic expectations on them and then dissolving them. But this happens in every industry, doesn't Electronic it? Electronic arts. Arts Di- my ass. Look at Disney in the film industry. Bastards. Buying up everything. Let's get back to the comedy. Yes. Robbie, you're a prick. Thanks. There we go. How, Robbie, did uh, your first foray into actual games go? I was delighted in one sense. I'm a very pragmatic person, and I bring that into my sporting life. And so love life. For, for That's just ridiculous, that is. <laughs> that's just ridiculous. I don't even know what He's not prag- wrong but it's ridiculous. I don't know what I don't know what a pragmatic love life means. I th- yeah, I I couldn't I can go into the intrinsic case of it if you'd like but I'd rather not. Um but going back to the football. Uh yeah, so I'm just, what I was going to say was if you offered me a 4-3 win or a 1-0 win, I take 1-0 every day of the week because okay. I think that means my team is Are far- you just slagging me off cuz I just won 4-3? That's what he's doing. No, 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 honestly. No, 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 that that was a very specific fucking goal scoring scoreline that you mentioned. And that's the one that I just mentioned. Well, look, you won, I didn't, so I wouldn't be slacking off for that. You lost to your beating. Ridiculous immaturity. It's ridiculous. I know, I know. Ridiculous. Terrible. Terrible. Anyway, to my game, it finished nil nil, to rush to the conclusion. Um, And I was delighted in the sense that I kept a clean sheet. Yeah. First half. 18 or a half time I had 11 shots one on target fucking terrible that is that's awful he cursed I've cursed about four times on this Has podcast he? I'd say yeah. Yeah. Good, good to know that was a good one in. though that was a good one thanks that was a good one I like that anyway one on target keep that up I mean, one on target out of, out of 11 so when you're when you're watching this and because uh, you can you I'm can, delighted you, you when can I'm see watching it, it you can see extent. it visually like are these efforts that are like are are boys shooting on well, sight so they're so they're yeah. like they're popping shots off from like yeah. 20 25 yards out or remember when i said we passed the ball directly and very fast and forward quickly yeah. well we shoot way too early and okay. that's a problem we have so we we like we get it forward quick and well and accurately and then there's no patience around the box yeah. now when i said we'll implement a vertical tiki taka 
I presumed that once we get to the box, we're actually going to be quite patient. Because if you think about tiki-taka, it's a lot like you get up quick and then you keep the ball until there's an opening. Yeah. Now, clearly the word vertical has a lot more importance than I thought because all they want to do is shoot. <laughs> so get they get up, the ball get up, up quick. It's really good. It's true Gruwich in midfield. Pepe and my other centre-back, David Carmo, a youngster, I think he's 23. They move it quick. Diego Costa's in the goal. Very good with his feet too. Another young person with great value um, if I wanted to sell him. I think there was a couple of bids in for him that I rejected actually. We move it quick up through the lines, get it up to my forward line. Otavio and Taremi are kind of my danger men. There's another Pepe on the wing who's quite decent as well. And once it gets up there, they lack sophistication so much in attack, it's, it's very troubling. Uh, they just shoot, and as I said, 11 shots in the first half, one on target, and expected goals of 0.7. Now on the reverse side of things, this is going back to me saying that I enjoy pragmatism, expected goals for the opposition, which is obviously my Porto B, second string team, is zero at halftime. I couldn't be more happier with that. That you've completely, you've completely boxed them out. Of the oh, they did. There was nothing. There was, you know, you, you skipped to the highlights. They did not have one attack. They couldn't get the ball. I was delighted. I sixty-one percent possession at the end of the game. So I was happy with that, but really unhappy with the fact that our shooting, first of all, was terrible. Our shot selection was god-awful. And um, we didn't create any serious chances, which was quite worrying. Taremi didn't have an awful lot up front. Second half. Shit show. Um, seven more shots. Two of them are on target in the second half. Yeah. However, 12 of these shots are in the box. They start to have a lot more chances and their expected goals moves up to 0.34, I believe it was. It finishes nil-nil, but as I said earlier, they dominated the second half and I think against better opposition, I would have lost that game 2 nil. They had that many good chances. And that's just, obviously, as I said, I don't have a great knowledge base to go off. But just from watching the game, so, it seemed like very good chances. So tactically then, having, having like if you were if you were to use that game then as, and a, this is, yes. as a template for the season ahead, what are the changes that you would I, make? I have in place, so you know you can do your thing with, um, this is how we change if we're a goal up, if we're a goal behind, if we have... Yeah. I think... I've made a mistake in the sense that if it's a draw at half time, yeah. I have attacking on. And I think I opened up too much. Okay. So I have cautious on if I go goal up, say. So I seem to be very reliant on taking the lead in the first so half. So like as as soon as you go a goal up, you are going cautious. I'm so going like cautious. Get the ball in the back of the net, but protect yes. the next five or and ten And then minutes. it's defensive at two goals. So it basically wants, oh, really? to, wants two in it. Oh, yeah. Nah. Very, very Marino like. Wow. I go more attacking. <laughs> no, I call, you see, I, that's, that's why I say it's very akin to, say, Mourinho's Porto team, ironically, yeah. or his Chelsea teams, in terms of well, you, like, wipe them out early, 25 to minutes, half an hour in, get your goal or two. And just and like, kill s- the slow, fucking game. Try and make it, it as early. boring as possible. I love that. I love that style of football. You, I like that too. I grew like, up with that. Oh, that yeah, I grew up with Mourinho and Benitez in Champions League. That's games. very interesting tactically because, like, we've we've been playing in a way where, like, you know, you might start balanced, mm, cautious, maybe like on posi- occasion, posi- positive, po- positive, like you know, eight times out of ten, and I'm then home, man. by I'm half time you're attacking, and then like you're chasing the game with ten minutes to go, you're going very attacking, and it's like. You're no, you're just throwing caution to the wind. Then at that stage, but in terms of so, if you if you have if you have those mentality shifts happening, um, and you're you're like the urgency is to get the ball into the box. Would you look to instruct players to hold up the ball yeah, when, when they get near something. it, or just like work the ball well, into the box? One game, like so, and try, no, try and reduce the shooting until it's a yes, bit more clinical. This is the thing. 
the contrast between the first half and the second half is worrying. The first half, what I have to improve on is basically more control of the ball, as I say, completely yep. lacking any sort of um, patience in attack. So no one's playing the extra pass. You know, it's just shoot on sight almost, and yep. uh, that's worrying. But I think that's something you can change. I don't really know what went wrong in the second half and I'm not probably highlighting it as well as I can or articulating it as well as I can in the sense that they should have won the game and this is Porto B which is very worrying and I created nothing I mean near the end I noticed there was a lot of highlights of me just attacking and that was probably just desperation of sorts Did you go all out attack? No no. Once it's a draw so it's 0-45 to minutes it's just neutral whatever that is you just play your normal game vertical ticky tack as I said you attack you defend it's quite balanced once it's 45 to 90 minutes it's attack if it's a draw okay so it's a, so I basically that's going off the back of I'm going to have to win all the games outside the playing E yeah uh, I'll probably have to try and win them too but I would again it's going back to the my philosophy in football is very very similar to Jose Mourinho's in the sense that you win the games against the teams that are lower than you you draw the games around you and you wait for the opposition to slip up against the teams that are lower than you and that's how you win leagues I think he's mastered that art I think Guardiola has to a certain extent in a similar style of play as well so I would transfer that onto my virtual world as well that's how I would have played FIFA and that's certainly how I'll go about it in football manager I'm going to have to adapt very quickly because it's not working yeah, it's not that it's not working in a drastic manner; it's that it's not going to. Well, work. the fir- first tell. first roll of the dice, it needs an adjustment. Yes, but I don't know if I what need is for. I would be. What would worry me is I don't know where to sign. Yeah. I, I think it is more of a style thing. I have good players, like I say, Taremi, Octavio, in attack is a very good player. Um, it's just a matter of am I playing the right formation? How do I implement it? Because it, it was quite. I didn't create any chances. Did you change sub? Did you make subs? No, no. Okay, so this is your first game of preseason. You're yes. only you're only literally managing the side one day. Were you looking at the condition of your players? Yeah, you know, this is the thing. I would I would have thought they absolutely burnt out bad. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, did you look at the condition of your players before the game? No. No. Okay. Did you ask your assistant good. to pick? Oh, it yeah, I had a brief look where it was like okay or whatever. So they have the, there they was nothing the, standing out. They have the heart thing. Yeah. Beside there was nothing standing. They have out, to build like. up their fitness. So, you know, maybe they're not fucking fit enough to be able to play and and equally based on the, the you know if you're going with a, a 4-2-3-1 vertical take attacker um, you will find as you as you go screen to screen and you go through tactics and you go through your training calendar um, you, you'll see a familiarity with I've seen that formation. and it started to improve but at a very very slow rate oh and it will it, it can take quite a while because you can you can train two or three tactics and uh, and you you need those preseason games, and you need to yes. play those preseason games to get the familiarity up, to get li- See, I'm all that little bit of cohesion. Team like. selection and tactics, I'll be really patient and I'm not changing it, and it takes time and all that. The minute I'll get a bad result, I'll change the whole thing. Yeah, and that's what I'd be worried about. Throw it all out the window. Yeah, because logic goes out the window, and it's all based on emotion. Then that's a hundred percent what football manager is. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just gonna have to. I'm gonna have to stay patient with. It. But as I said, not over worried about a nil-nil because you're only one goal away from a one-nil win Yeah. whereas I think if it was as I said 3-2 or 4-3 or 3-all whatever it may be I think that's a mess well it is because then I'd have to question your defensive methodologies and what you're doing to shore up conceding that amount of goals but this is what I mean I mean nil-nil you're an OG a mistake uh, whatever a set piece away from scoring and that's 
what I would bring to this game, I think, is they're going to be boring games, I would have thought, okay. the way I play. It's going to be a lot of dominating possession for the sake of it, and yeah. almost having the ball so the other team can't score for a long period. But then, just got to be that bit more, bit more cute in attack, I think. Yeah. Okay. I think that's that's the kind of main conclusion I came to. Um happy enough but not overly happy Okay, uh, very quickly on the Benfica side of things uh, we played our trial game uh, and I lost 2-1 with 15 shots uh, each side it was my, my first 11 versus my second 11 uh, where we both had uh, extremely high uh, XG uh, at least over 2, 2.5 uh, but lost uh, 2-1 in the wind up um, Is that not shit? Uh, well uh, frustrating more so than anything we managed 5 shots on target out of 15 uh, we were a little bit kind of stop start uh, in terms of you know fouls and stuff interrupting play uh, that's on that's on both sides it was the bones of 30 uh, like, acro- are you not what, like you, I'm, you're I'm playing not, your second string team against your second string team I am but, I, but is I, that not worrying no but I, I don't need I the, was quite worried with the draw I don't I don't I don't think I need the win I need I need I need uh, I need the relationships I need to see like when I'm looking when I'm looking on paper <clears throat> so let's say I play a 4-2-3-1 and I'm looking at for for the pure purposes of preseason. It's like what's going to be my best back four? What's going to be the best? Yeah, that's what I don't do, yeah. The best three that I can get. Who is my? And I'm outside of Ramos. The quality options aren't massive up front for uh, Benfica, so I'm probably going to have to go back into the market somewhere and pick somebody up. Uh, I do like the look of Enzo Fernandez in midfield because I had him at River Plate. Back in in FM twenty one, he would have been nineteen at the time. I think he's twenty one, uh, twenty one now. Uh, he's a he's a good looking um, he's a good looking midfielder, handsome boy, handsome boy as well, uh, handsome handsome young lad. Um, but it's for me, it's more about uh, it's more about just you know getting game time on their legs and getting everything else. But being ready to being ready to peak by the time you get to the first game of the season. Yeah. Now, what I didn't look at last night, I don't know if any of you had a look at it last night from a schedule-wise, do we know when we're playing each other? Not a clue. No, I didn't even look at it. I was just waiting for the Leon game to come and there was about nine days to the game, or eight days to the game, um, at about half eleven, and by the time we clocked off, there was seven days. Seven the days to the game, that's but that's the joy of that's the, the patience thing. That's the joy of preseason uh, for uh, football manager twenty twenty three. So where we're where we're at at the minute? Um, I had one more game. Oh, you did have one more game. I you, you got this, to, you got to play New England. Did you do your thing where you're like, I have a gap between now and the nine days to my next friendly, so I'm going to arrange another one. No, it just it was already pre arranged. I went in to look in to set up a lot of friendlies already pre arranged. I have Celtic next, of course, Celtic. Oh, nice. But yeah, I just I went only comes from this because it was fucking wrecked, and it's it's like you're putting a lot of heft. I know I said that your man, I'll never sign your man, but you're putting a lot of heft into these opening fixtures. Literally, you manage the club one day. I'm just thinking about putting in a high pressing game high tempo tire them out tire get, them out get the physical get the conditioning up. make make rounding changes on about 55 to 60 minutes change everything put attacking boom boom yeah. boom 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 just get them up to speed I ended up winning 2-1 against New England Revolution um, Gatte got another screamer um, I don't and as I have it written there I don't pay attention to preseason really just because it's about getting fitness and then as you get a bit closer against the bigger teams that's when you start caring against the smaller teams it's literally just about getting fitness bang 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 yeah and just going okay he's performed here alright nice one I'll make a little note of that and the next game okay he's performed actually no that left back 
He doesn't look like he's up to much checks. So I've played him in three games against smaller opposition. Not really getting the ratings that yeah. I want. Not getting that sexy green that I want. So I'm just like, okay, I'll remember that. I might need a left back now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and that's the way I look at it. Like, you're putting a lot of attention into that first game. That You know, you play the game the way you want to play the game. I'm not telling you that you're playing it wrong. But as someone that has a bit of experience... Someone right, told me that everything before the word but is horse shit before. I don't even know what I said. You said, you said not telling you you're playing the game wrong. I'm not telling you you're playing the game. You can, play, you can play... I'm telling you... Yeah, but I'm telling you the way I play the game. I'm not saying I play the game right. Yeah, I, I, I don't think you should be giving yourself a bit of shit for losing that game. Okay, uh, as we uh, as we wrap things up. Um, also, also, one, also, also, just as we wrap things up, people can vote on Twitter if you want Robbie to stay. Oh, come on! Oh, is that a, is that yeah. a new thing? Now? Yeah, just if you don't want Robbie, <laughs> just go to at FMS show and just say no Robbie. Yeah, Robbie Robbie or Robbie out. Or hashtag Robbie out. Uh, okay, one thing from each of you. Uh, hashtag Robbie out. Yeah, one thing from each of you for next week. So next week we move into the official kind of pre-season. Uh, week, so we should have three to four games to wrap up for preseason, uh, which gets us ready for the league campaign. So, one thing from each of you for next week that you think that needs to happen with Porto, needs to happen with Sporting, that should at least contribute to some element of success for this season. I need to get Fernando Andrade out of the club. He wants to leave. I tell him I want him to stay. Then he says he wants to leave still and that he's utterly confused with me. Disaster. That's the notes I took down. Take him out. Take so he just needs to go him. because all the... I had a team talk, went very well, all positive. Had a press conference, went very well, all positive. So I have to keep team morale up because I'm presuming it's going to go down. Is he member of the squad? No, no. Kind of. Experienced player. Okay. Um, but not going to make the team quite old, I think, maybe in his 30s. Um, okay. So I need to get him out of the club and need to keep team morale up because... Do you know how to offer him up? I'll find out, I think. I, uh, like, I le- I'm learning quickly. Are yeah. you going to play... Not, it's not too hard to understand the basic stuff. Yeah. Are you going to play your own solo set when you have time? No. I'm going to go back to football I don't think so. And the reason being is it just I just don't think the time you need to invest in this, lads. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I mean, I can see why people love it so much. But I think I can get quite addicted to things sometimes. Yeah, he had a very bad heroin addiction at one stage. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's just farcical. Scurrilous. You can't be coming Scurrilous accusations. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, sporting? One thing you need to change or work on for next week? I think I need a striker. Yeah. I really need a striker. The... I'm going to need to get rid of some players. I'm going to have to decide after a few preseason going, do I really need that many right backs? And I'm bringing in another one. Yeah. And Pedro Porro is great. Do we tell him Gareth Soka at that? Yeah, fucking hell. How did he not bring Aaron Wan-Bissaka? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, but I, I need a striker. Um, Ugarte looks good in the middle of the park. Uh, Paul Eno, just not... I look at that as ratings, I'm like, nah. I, I need to really delve into a bit more fucking scouting as well yeah. like I like doing that yeah, yeah. I agree with that too I, I, I like going oh this lad looks I like I liked going through your Benfica team yeah. and been like oh he's a nice player he's nice. I should be doing that with realistic teams Yeah, yeah. instead of going to the big clubs and going oh Chelsea they might have a few starlets Man City might have a few in their but the thing, this is the thing that ain't gonna happen there is not a hope of any, like, no offence to any of us, but there's not a hope of Benfica, Sporting or Porto this season making a marquee signing that that, that needs, like, fucking 200 grand a week or 150 grand a week or 100 grand a week and an exorbitant fee. Like, even tried, I went to Liverpool. Yes. Fabio Cavallo thought, 
I'll fucking get him playing in Portugal. Because he's Portuguese. Because he sounds Portuguese. Yeah, I went there as well. Uh, but the fees that they want for him are ridiculous. It's, it's like It seems like we're going to have to buy from clubs that are either on a par or more than likely lower than us. Or, oh, no, it has to be lower. Yeah. That's why you have to look at Wonder Kids, but then you get the Wonder Kids, you have to give them time to develop. Yes, because they're 16, 17, 18, 19. It's like, if you, if you have the pressure on to win the league or to win the Champions League or to perform in Europe, you don't have... In, in the way that in the way that in the way that the seasons work here, you don't have that. You've got like one season in and out. Done. So do you do it? And that, that, that helps to dictate your kind of your roadmap for the season ahead. Do you do it and say, Okay, well do you know what? By the end of the season, kinda of like uh like for for South Africa for for season eight, you went out and it's like I'm gonna win everything around me at South Africa, I'll just go in and I'll have a bit of crack. There's no pressure here. I didn't win the Telecom Cup, my player of the match didn't get that giant SIM card. <laughs> we saw that giant SIM card. They used to give African players who succeeded well and did like player of the cup like mobile data. Congratulations. Here's five gigabytes Jesus of mobile Christ, data for your degree. I don't know where I don't know where I saw that in my I jumping. got one milli vanilli for winning the African Champions League. Yeah. But for, for Toulouse, the, object, or the objective was to avoid relegation. So it was like, do you know what? I'm going to do everything I can to avoid relegation this season. I don't want to win League One. I don't need to go down that road. Such short-term. So, so you care for the club or their fans. I know. So you, you, decide, you decide where it is. You have to be like that. Go. And that's when it comes into contract negotiation. Like, Ken was getting, bringing in players on a free for next season, even though he wasn't going to be, on the next, wasn't going to be yeah. there next season. And uh, I was doing the same, getting like confirming a loan for a player because uh, you grow an affinity towards Hearts, and you're like, I want them to still do good yeah. when I'm gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and they did. <laughs> and then we accidentally disabled Scott. You do. Johnny Swift I love you bud anyway that's where we're going to leave it uh, uh, I'm going striker shopping for Benfica because I, I need to do something to they have Ramos I swear I'm I telling have, you but I need I need uh, I need strength and depth or I need a partner I want to flick between kind of playing one and two up top uh, Ivan Nilsson is worth 30 million Keep sell your hands off. Sell them. I don't sell have. Him. I don't have thirty million to begin I mean, with. Yeah, but I have some very high value players. Yeah, but the thing is, right? If you sell them, make sure you know what your transfer revenue that you can retain is. is. So yeah. you could sell them. I have to pay some the, solicitors' fees or something. No, you. Oh you, well, you'll you'll have agents' fees. You'll have uh, like development fees going back to clubs. There may be sell-ons in their pre-existing contract, and all of a sudden you sell God somebody for the thirty million. That wrote that code. Yeah, all of a sudden you sell somebody for thirty million, and then you've you've made like four million off it for your transfer budget. Yeah, small, oh, yeah. small D- things. Depending on how precarious your position is, you could only get ten percent from that threat. And they, you sell even Nelson, say for forty million, and they go, "You can keep ten percent of that." And you're like, "Wait, I just sold a guy for forty million, and now I can only buy someone for four million. It's a fucking joke. It is. It's a fucking trap. At least Benfica. Hashtag Robbie out. We have a hundred percent of the transfer revenue retained. Anyway, that's where we're going to leave it for this week. That's been a very long introduction to where we are. Football Manager Football Show Season Nine goes to Portugal, courtesy of. FC Porto, Sporting Lisbon and Benfica. It's pre-season week. Next week, catch up on all the details online, fmfshow.com. You'll get the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you do your podcast listening with new episodes every Friday. And we're on the Twitter machine. It's at fmfshow. Until next Friday, good luck. The Football Manager Football Show, brought to you by scoreline.ie.